This episode of Press for Time is brought to you by Aver Media, a leader in digital video and audio that's unleashing the power of 4K HDR game capture and streaming for today's PC and console gamers. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Press for Time, a Gaming Age podcast. I am your host, Tyler Nethers, joined this week by Braden. As usual. As usual. I guess that is the usual now, isn't it? Yeah, uh, recently anyway. I guess I can make it as always. That's what I used to say whenever Benny and I did the show, was as always, joined by Benny Rose, which I miss Benny Rose. So Benny, when you listen to this show, know that I want you back. (laughs) All right? We We need to make these schedules work. And we need to bring you on. We still need to do a Resident Evil 2 spoiler cast, which you can definitely um, join in on. I'm at the end of Leon B. I finished Leon A, Claire B, and Claire A. I still have to do Leon B and then Honk and Tofu. And now there's the fourth survivors that I still have to go and play. Yeah, they're the ghost survivors, right? Oh, yeah, sorry, ghost survivors. Fourth survivors is Honk, my bad. Yeah. Um, Survivor. We'll do... We'll do that show at some point while Resident Evil is still a hot thing. Um, right now, this week, this is a very negative week. All right, yeah, there's I, there's not a whole lot of whole lot of good coming. I mean, there's some there's some, but like a lot of it's like mm, mm. Yeah, a lot of it's really negative. But sometimes that's just the way that it goes. Unfortunately, um, there are some positives, but we'll 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 do the old uh, do the old sandwich thing that you know you do in middle management. We'll have a positive with a, negative, a big fat negative sandwich in the middle. And a positive yeah. on the end, all right? Yep. Um, so, positive number one, and this is by far the most exciting thing this week. Darkest Dungeon 2 is announced. Holy that, shit. I'm putting a lot of time into Darkest Dungeon 1, and I still would like to play more, because they're still adding stuff. So They're I'm, always adding I'm, stuff. It's I'm insane. excited for Darkest Dungeon 2. And they've got mod support for Darkest Dungeon 1, so you're not going to be at a lack of content or anything. No. Yeah, so uh, if you play Darkest Dungeon on PC... As you know, as everybody knows, and as everybody is super tired of hearing me talk about, um, there are Dark Souls and Bloodborne mods for Darkest Dungeon, so you can get uh, Dark Souls characters and Bloodborne characters in the game. Yeah. And that just that makes the game so much cooler. I mean, the game's amazing on its own, but the ability to mod in Dark Souls characters just gives it that extra, that little little extra tweak for me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> really makes me excited. Can't imagine why. Yeah, no, no, no idea. But the game is so, so good. It's one of the best like roguelike games out there to me. Um, and it's just, it's so fun. There's so much replayability, and you can play it anywhere. You can get it on your Switch. You can get it on your PlayStation. You can get it on PC. You can play it wherever you want. Unfortunately, your accounts don't transfer over, so that'd be really cool if it was a shared account or if they did something like that with Darkest Dungeon Two, where mm-hmm. like what you were playing on your PC, where your same characters is on your Switch, same characters on your your PlayStation, because I would definitely buy it across a bunch more platforms that way. I had to go double check on my phone real quick because I thought there was a mobile app for some reason, and there's not. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. You can so, you can play it um, with that Steam mobile app. You can play it on your phone. Yeah, and it's yeah, optimized. That, but... It's optimized really, really well for playing mm-hmm. on mobile. I've played it. I'll sit in the bathroom and while I'm pooping, I'll sit and play Darkest Dungeon on my PC. Nice from my phone. Nice. Gotta gotta get those gotta get those poop games. Um, it helps when you've got all these Bluetooth controllers. You can just Bluetooth the controller to your phone and call it a day and just play whatever you want. No, it works. Well, yeah, 
for everything else, but for Darkest Dungeon, it works great with um, just just playing with your with your touch screen. It's so easy. Yeah, it's just so simple. Um, so that is definitely the highlight of this week for me is uh, is Darkest Dungeon Two being announced. Now, there's no details. We don't know anything really about it. It was more or less a teaser trailer. Yeah, uh, just but yeah, you know, coming. I'll take it. They they did announce it. It was from the developers themselves, and I was I was browsing Reddit one day and I saw that and went, oh sweet. Will not say awesome. no to more Darkest Dungeon. That no, is a never. fantastic indie game. One of the best, in my opinion. Yeah, no, hands down. Uh, one definitely one of the coolest games for me of this entire generation. I, I have enjoyed the, the concept of it alone. Was it's like, and it's supposed to be like you're trying to go and overcome everything, but at the same time, you're always in a feeling of dread. Like, oh god, if I do something wrong, I'm dead. Like, I'm losing somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for those of you who aren't aware, if you haven't played Darkest Dungeon, it is kind of a side-scrolling dungeon crawler but it's more or less like you're more or less like following a guided path but there's the system oh god i don't remember the name of the of the effect it's kind of like um like an insanity meter oh if they hit if they hit the 100 on the sanity meter they will be afflicted by something or they can come out stronger than they were before yeah it's basically it's kind of like a I don't want to say a loyalty check because that's not. That's not no, that's term. exactly what it is. Yeah, is it's it? a it's a uh, uh, constitution check, mm. like D and D. So, but no, seriously, if you haven't played Dark's Dungeon, go play Dark's Dungeon. Like it's amazing. Um, all right, so digging into some of the less some of the less pleasant, some of the less exciting. Um, we've been playing a lot of Anthem, and if you follow us on the stream, um, you've seen us play Anthem. Oh. We chose not to play Anthem last night. That because, was a Dark Souls day last night. That yeah, was and Dark Souls was, was a needed break from yeah. from Anthem. It's um, my full review will come out later this week, so definitely uh, stay tuned to Gaming Age for the actual written review for my full thoughts. Um, but just just to kind of quickly go over some of the some of the highlights, it's just it doesn't feel done. It it feels like they they got this great combat system and this great movement system, and then they were like, oh well, let's just kind of throw a story alongside it. And I'm still not sure what's happening. Yeah, I have no idea. I've played probably about a dozen or so, maybe more hours. You've got probably four times as much as I do. Little, like little over fifty between yeah. the preview and events I've... and the demos, and then the content. That I've yeah. been playing this last week. But we've got about the same amount of like story progression, and it like I, I have no idea what's going on. There's not a whole lot to follow. There's like these characters that we were super close with, and then it was never explained what happened, and suddenly they hate you. And I'm like, I, what? Yeah, there's what happened here. It's a very what, weak... what am I fighting for? What what's the point? Yeah, very weak motivations. Um, the only no. thing I've gathered is almost like a, I don't know if you play the Titanfall two campaign or not. But it almost feels like whatever that thing that we're chasing after is like the arc for the weapon in Titanfall 2. And I'm like, I, I think I've played this game already. Yeah, everybody has. They played Destiny or they played Titanfall. <laughs> and it's just there's not enough there that's unique. And it's just the missions are boring. I think my biggest issue is a lot of the missions so far have been fairly copy-paste as far as objective goes. Yeah, objectives just, go, just fetch and I think with a little bit of fighting thrown in, and then the mechanical side of everything is so—it's not bad, but there were questionable decisions made. I think they could have been changed. 
so we'll see how that goes. Loading times are abysmal. Yeah. Like mine's installed on my SSD, and I'm sitting here loading for four minutes, five minutes yeah. at a time. Now and that these is supposed to be are... that is supposed to be fixed in the day one patch. Yes, we got the, we got those patch notes. Um, it, it is supposed to be better after the day one patch. So we'll see that that'll go live tom tomorrow or Saturday. I don't remember what it said. Um, but the initial patch is supposed to drastically cut down on load times. But even still, the the number of times you have to load is insane. Like uh, I believe it was Polygon had the article where they had the little excerpt where it shows you how many loading screens you have to go through just to change your weapon for your loadout like after a mission. Three? Well, it's like eight. Like oh, oh you God. finish the mission and there's the load screen and then you you select oh. to go to the forge. There's the load screen and then you change the weapon. And there's a load. It's just there's so many of them, and they're not short they're not quick for it just it takes you out of the game it really ruins that sense of immersion your momentum is gone which in a game that clearly is focused on being faster not quite like warframe fast or titanfall fast but they definitely want you to have uh, a feeling of speed there and it's just it's constantly interrupted loading after loading and one of my biggest issues with the loading is your team, like, there's no guarantee who's going to load and when. Like, there, you don't know, because I'm on an SSD and I'm still, sometimes I'm one of the first people to load. Sometimes I'm one of the last. I don't get it. Uh, and I think it's because everything's server side, or at least most of it. Yeah. And I've had really bad rendering issues. I've loaded in, gotten through, sat here for several minutes on a loading screen. I spawn too far away from the mission objective or my teammates, and then I have to load back into where they are. Sometimes they're still moving fast enough that I have to load again, and I'm like, I, I can't. Like, if you don't load in quick enough, you're just forced to attempt to catch up. You know, you're constantly playing catch up. You're not really playing the game. Right? But hopefully the day one patch fixes a lot of those issues. Yeah. No, I no. do think you can get better with in time, because I do, the concept of it alone is pretty cool, but they, I, I, I need mission variety. I don't want grab the shiny things that are all over the world and come back, or go grab these singular items at a time you need like nine of, but you can't fly with it. And also, yeah. there's enemies that aren't rendered in, so you're dying to stuff you can't. I'm like, come on. Yeah, like you're better than that. You're better than that. All night playing enemies, you would just go into an area and there'd be you just be getting shot, and there's nothing, no one you can see anywhere, no. and you're just getting shot, and there's or no how about we waiting. When we're waiting for Austin to load, and we died in the loading screen. Like, we came out of the loading screen, didn't load where we were supposed to, and we just died. Mm-hmm. I don't... I... I know it's still technically early access, quote-unquote, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it gets fixed. I'm hoping. I still have faith, but as of now, it's not gonna be... Can't Can't really recommend it. No, I mean, I, you can, if you've got, you know, the EA access or whatever that is that you get EA access to Origin it in premiere or something, that's something like that. Or the game pass that's comes with it. I think now, if you've got something like that, I'd say, go ahead and try it. But I definitely would say hold off. Um, yeah. if you want to try to wait for a sale, do that. Maybe it'll be like Fallout 76 it. and it'll be 20 bucks off in a week. God, probably, if they can't fix these issues. I mean, we'll see. I'm willing to keep jumping into it after updates and updates to see how it is. But... Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens later, but as of right now, it's just not a not no. a high-quality product. Which, again, I think in time, it'll get better. Maybe. We'll see. I have faith. Yeah. Um, 
Now, continuing our trend of talking about games that are not doing so hot, Jump Force. <sighs> this makes me sad. Jump Force makes is me trash, so incredibly dude. sad. I love fighting games, and I love the idea of every, of all like these anime characters and manga characters coming together to that be crap out of each other. Hot. It's was it like forty something characters? Yeah. That is it's that is a, that is a hot hot roster. Like I'm, oh. I was more excited about Jump Force's roster than Smash. You know, like yeah. Right. That was so cool, and they just they well, didn't Smash is also filled with a lot of characters that not a lot of people know. Jump Force is if you grew up at all, <laughs> probably heard of probably like you've at least heard of them. You may not care about them, but you you've heard of them. No. Right. I mean, when Smash came out, who knew what a Fire Emblem was in America? No yes, one. That's true. The old ones. Yeah. The old ones. Like up until recently. When four came out and everyone started playing, I guess like Awakening on the 3DS and whatnot, no one yeah. played Fire Emblem. Like it was such a niche game that no one. It's a damn good niche game, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty good, but um, it was unfortunate. And but you got Jump Force. It's like all of like your main iconic characters from all these different series. Dragon Balls got Piccolo, Goku, Frieza, Future Trunks. Um, God, it's a lot of people. Then you've got there's a couple of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure characters in there. It's Jotaro and Dio. You got One Piece characters. You got One Piece Death out Note, the butt. You got Naruto. You got just all kind of stuff. Yugi man. from Yu Gi Oh is a fighter. I know that's awesome, <laughs> right? That's like, so cool. You know these but, characters that are basically superpowers, and Yugi's just summoning monsters from his cards and beating the crap out of people. Yeah, I'm like, man. what? That's so like out there. It's so, it's cool. so cool. Such a good it's idea a and such poor execution. Like. Because I heard, I don't know if you've watched any reviews or seen anything about it, but I guess like in the cutscenes, they all look like they're consistently pissed. Yeah. And someone made a point about, I was just, I actually just watched a review like before you, before you got on that was like, why does Goku look like he constantly hates everyone? He's this happy-go-lucky character that just like is super friendly and upbeat and he constantly looks like he's wanting to punch a baby. Yeah. Like what, why does... And I guess there's, like, no facial animation other than their mouth moving. Yep. The animations in general were a little lackluster from what I've heard and seen. Uh, character sa- customization is negligent. Yeah, all I'm saying is if they'd have handed that, if they'd have given that idea, that property, and been like, all right, we really want to do this. We really want this hot roster. We want to make a fighting game around it. And handed it to Arc System Works. Arc System has, I don't think they've ever produced a bad fighting game. No, no, no. Not I think that the I they're the only one that I've heard people talk about is the sound. first or second Guilty Gear game. But other than like the first Guilty Gear game, everything I've heard about Arc System Works has been, oh my god, they knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Look at Dragon Ball. Right. Look what they did to Dragon Ball. Like that so game is ridiculous. So technical, so well done. I think that's what was lacking with Jump Force. So. Uh, and they're really games that everyone in, can get into. Yeah, if you really want to jump in and smack people around in Jump Force, it, I think it's. I think GameStop's going to have it for like forty bucks this weekend for their pro day or whatever. But cool. I don't know. Um, good game, bad idea. Black Ops. Well, bad idea. You know it was coming, but the <laughs> uh, the loot boxes that Black Ops has, in addition to the season passes you have to buy and the battle passes and the game and. Like it's getting to the point where Black Ops Four is like a three hundred dollar game if you want to play it right. all the way. Well, um, did you? We didn't talk about it because we hadn't picked up the podcast by this point. But did you see about the shame markers? They like the quote unquote shame yeah. markers they put on people. Yeah. But so few people owned it that it basically shamed you for owning the pass. Yep. 
Yeah, if you didn't have the season pass, put a marker next to you. That's just bad. That's just bad business. I mean, I understand that loot boxes are the thing now, and everybody needs to make money, and I'm totally fine with developers making money. You know, developers have to make money. They have to make money to sell me these sweet games that I like to play and talk about. But at the same time, sometimes it's just a little much. Like, come on, dude. Calm it's it down. Ridiculous. Calm and it down. People I should, were mad I because I have to buy a loot box. If I want to buy a loot box and support you, that's fine. I sh- it shouldn't be required. Don't worry. Call of Duty's continuing their approach of you want a new weapon? Cool. Loot boxes. I'm like, stop, stop. I like we bought your DLC. We bought your game. We've already spent like hundred and ten dollars on just expansion content, and you're still gonna lock all this stuff behind more paywalls. Like I I uninstalled it. Probably a week and a half, two weeks ago. Like I, I will wait for zombies. I'll install it to play the new zombies maps for a little bit, and that'll be it. Yeah. I just I don't care multiplayer. It's it can be fun if you've it got a group be. together, but most of the time it's not. And uh, I mean, I was I was all big on Blackout when it came out, but right now, Apex Legends, baby. I played a bunch last night. It was it's all I need. I don't need so good about royale right now. I don't have time to keep no. up with more than one. So. No, well, they're all, like, trying to compete with each other and be like, well, we do this aspect better. And then you've got Respawn, who is like, well, we're just going to design our own thing over here on the corner that's not and make it really free. similar to everybody. Yeah. Make so. it free. <laughs> um, so free is wonderful. Um, let's talk about something that may or may not be free or may or may not ever exist ever. Um, Overkill's Walking Dead is back on for consoles. So, I, it was, I'm still not sure what's happening with this game because there was like, there was a there was a bunch of Reddit threads that people talking about how it's supposedly canceled, but the thread that I said, the thread that I got this from this morning, uh, said that it- well, there's a whole article, it was a, a- one of the one of the guys that works for the publishers said, "Hey, it's still coming out, but, but it's delayed so, indefinitely. But GameStop is giving refunds, like telling calling customers and telling them, hey, game's not coming out anymore. Um, so come cancel your pre-order. Was, uh, GameStop is no longer taking pre-orders on it, and Sony is refunding people. Well, there was an email sent out by Sony for PlayStation that said uh, the publisher we were giving notice to the publisher that it's canceled. Correct. So we're offering full refunds. That's what. But the so developers are GameStop's doing. Yeah, is. I guess the publisher is saying that it's canceled. The developers are like, no, 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 it's still coming out. It's still coming out, or something of that nature. I haven't found like any solid response. It's so watery on all over the place on all sides. I'm like, I don't know what is and isn't happening with this game. But uh, let me see. Let me pull up the article it. that I was reading. I was reading the article on uh, IGN this morning. Mm. Um, let me see. Publisher five hundred five games on Twitter stated we wanted to be clear. Wanted to clear the position on Overkill's The Walking Dead on console and confirm the game has not been canceled. Purely postponed whilst development is ongoing. We will share further news as soon as possible. Again, that's a tweet directly from five hundred five games. You can find it um, on Twitter at five hundred five underscore games. And then the article that I'm taking it from is uh, IGN, uh, written by Colin Stevens. So if you're interested in looking at that article, that's where that is. Um, but the game was absolute trash on PC. Like, absolute trash on PC. I watched it, like, a, if you bought it early enough on Steam, it was already out. Isn't it already out on PC, actually? Yeah, no, yeah, it's early okay. access or out or some some version I don't of know, you can play the game on PC. I hear, that the, I hear that the systems are just really bad, the mission structure is really bad, 
the gun playing mechanics the game was are announced really bad. in 2015. I remember seeing the announcement for it. It was at E3, and I got excited for it because yeah. at the time I was really into Walking Dead, and I think a lot of people were when that got announced because they renounced it at a good time. And then the Walking Dead's just kind of like yeah, Thanos. Not only, is, not only is that falling off, but the game itself is trash. If it was just a good multiplayer zombie killing game i don't give a shit if it's called the walking dead or the i don't, I don't care call it yeah. running zombies whatever yeah. it is. i don't care what the property is but i just if... want to play this good cooperative zombie game that doesn't really seem to happen anymore like yep. closest you're gonna get is call of duty zombies but that's still gonna cost you a hundred plus dollars if you want into everything yep yeah i just i just don't i don't really care about it at this point, and everybody, everybody seems to just... be everybody seems to be on board with it being canceled, except the publisher now. So maybe I, I guess if anybody knows it's not canceled, it's them, or they're just it's a last ditch attempt to try to get some money out of it. I don't know. All I know is that Overkill as a company is kind of kind of not doing so hot as far as like public eye department. Um, their payday two has been mm, they. Yeah just kind of stopped updating for consoles because they ran into an issue with a bug and they just like couldn't quite figure out how to fix it and they basically just said no nah, i just buy it on pc mm-hmm. like uh, okay pretty much like, i guess i guess the switch version is like several several updates behind the other consoles and the console's oh, I mean, already several updates behind pc yeah, and they just, I, don't, I just care. don't really i at some point you have to understand that if you're trying to play a triple-A shooter or a big, big title like that that's been ported to the Switch, you just yeah. have to accept that you're going to be behind. Oh, like, yeah. You're... I mean, I'm going to just offend everybody. Screw it. Everybody can get upset with me. But if your only console that you're going to to play these big games on is the Switch, you've just got to accept that you're going to be a little behind the times. Well, it I mean, just, that's just the thing, because I think a lot of the that power too is... that the other systems have. I think it's both that, and I think like so when you know, so maybe one of the older versions might be better for console release or a port for the Switch than like a newer one. So they have to try to like re redo everything. Well, like look at Monster Hunter. Like that'll be an example. It, everything's coming out for console first, but the actual Monster Hunter team is making that. They've been developing on the 3DS for years. Yep. So it's going to take time for them to get everything worked over. And I think that's a lot of the case with a lot of these games that are being ported to consoles that were PC before is they have to work now on getting all of this extra content that was added originally fit for console release. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that, well, why not just take the time to do everything first, but Payday 2, especially is one of those games that has, it's been updated since what, like 2012, maybe longer. Yeah, so know. you've got a lot of content you have to move over, and that came out like last year on Switch. So it's gonna it's gonna take a hot minute if they'd ever decide to update it anymore. So I mean, if you're trying to play a AAA title on something like a mobile gaming tablet like the Switch, and I love mine. I mean, but I'm also a bigger Nintendo guy. Well, but great even for I know what it is. Yeah. But you're not gonna, you know, don't expect high expectations to play all these games. I don't are... expect Skyrim to run on my Switch. The same way I expected to run on my PC, right? I mean, it actually does run pretty stable. I bought oh, no, it, it does. for a while. I'm not, I'm not bashing yeah. Skyrim on the Switch. I'm yeah. just saying no. I would not go and pick up Skyrim on the Switch and be like, "Oh, I expected to play exactly like my PC." No, God, no. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, but, but that's just hardware in 2019 and competition. 
but you don't yeah. buy a switch for high-end hardware you buy a switch because i want to go play games no matter where i am exactly all right one more one more negative story i swear we're gonna stop just bagging on stuff next week's gonna be better i am i am next week is going to be a positive episode we're gonna focus on positivity and good things okay yep um, we'll go out of my way to find positive news yeah everybody up from this week yeah no kidding uh god damn it crackdown three let's talk about this 360 game that released and tried to sell itself as a triple a title that was going to save microsoft's first party lineup for the xbox one um let me get this out of the way (laughs) first terry cruz is an outstanding guy and i don't want to bash on uh something that he is so passionate about Mm. and i would say that the biggest thing outside of just running around and having mindless fun and crackdown that is a positive for the game is terry cruz doing the terry cruz thing so thank you mr cruz for all of the wonderful things that you do and that was uh, one of my biggest draws for that i was like oh i get to play terry cruz with superpowers and blow stuff yep he's an outstanding guy and uh, supports this game wholeheartedly and is really excited about it so if for nothing else you know support terry cruz but the game's bad game's real bad the game's been in development hell forever, and they they should have just let it go or started again from the ground up. Um, Hold on, Metroid Prime Four. Yeah, it truly does play like a 360 game, and if you know if that's what you're looking for, awesome. I'm I'm glad you like it. Uh, if you have Xbox Game Pass, play it, download it, and play it for free. That's great. Like that's yeah. such a such a huge thing for them, and it's going to really increase that player that player base by giving it to everybody that has Games Pass for free. Um, but if you're going to go out and like buy the game, eh, pff, watch a video <laughs> or something first, man. Make sure that you actually want to buy it. Because it, it does not play well. It is not reviewed well. It's just not just not good, unfortunately. And that's that's about all that I will say about it. It is just, it is just not good. Go watch yeah. some videos and form your own opinions and yell at me on the internet about how wrong I am and how great the Xbox is and Microsoft's first party lineup is God, whatever it is that you want to yell at me about this week, but that game is bad. (laughs) Sorry. Unfortunately. Yeah. All right. So the other piece of bread to our positivity, negativity sandwich, there is a new Sekiro trailer. This, it wasn't like a long trailer, it was only like 30-40 seconds, but it did introduce, I'm definitely a boss, uh, they call them- Lady Butterfly. Yeah, and they, you walk in there, it's like this flaming wooden beam area, she's like walking on a wire above you and And then drops down, slinging things at you. Calls you the son of the owl, so we know that something is going to be involved where you get called the son of the owl, that's probably gonna be a plot point, I don't know. Maybe it's just like a really cool Japanese curse. Like instead of calling yeah. someone a son of a bitch, you just call him son of an owl. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not sure like, about that, but like could be something cryptic that FromSoft likes to hide in item descriptions or something. Mm-hmm. Don't know, we'll see, but if you haven't watched the trailer, go watch the trailer. I am still just beyond excited for that game. Like, cannot contain my excitement for that game. Less We're, than a month. Unfortunately, there's no co-op, so we won't be able to do like a cool co-op stream like we are doing with the Soulsborne games. Um, no, we will stream it. That's for but sure. We will definitely have to definitely have to do some some uh, private streams of it. Like maybe yeah. maybe I don't know. We can talk offline about how we want to do that. I don't want to get ideas in anybody's head. 
because we've yeah. actually got some sweet uh, people tuning into these streams now, so I don't want to disappoint you. Um, yeah. But we'll have an idea for it. We'll try to make something happen. If you have any ideas, uh, feel free I've to I've got a couple know. in my head that I will... No, not you. I know, the, but... The, speaking into... the out there you, the you listening yeah. to us run our mouths yeah, right obviously. now. Uh, if you have any sure. ideas, let us know. But... Hmm. I got a couple run that I might be able to work in, but we'll have to see how this goes. What's that? I said I've got a couple ideas. Yeah, I've, at got, least I've got some one specifically well. how to make it work, but I'll have to yeah. uh, figure we'll out more it. about that when get it comes out. Bit. See. see. What's yep. Um. So it's kind of a short episode this week. We're a little late. I apologize for the tardiness. Um. We actually prioritized the stream this week. We had some things come up and couldn't couldn't bang this out on Sunday like we normally do. So we prioritized yeah. the streams, and that seemed to work really well. Um, if you're not following on Twitch, please come follow us on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash gamingage. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at thatgamesguy. You can follow Braden at potatopure. Um, so we're gaming age. Yeah, you should probably change that. You can follow, oh. <laughs> you can follow gaming age at uh, just at gaming age. Just look up gaming age. And then uh, if you want to follow the podcast specifically, which we may we may try to do more with that account, we may do less with that account, I don't know, I haven't really decided yet, um, it's at GA underscore pressed four time with the letter, what, or the number four, the letter four, oh my god, the number four, um, follow us on Twitter, we will, we always announce our streams there, and if you follow us on Twitch, we, we have a schedule up, and you can come hang out, uh, we usually have a pretty active comment section, or a chat section for how low the viewer count ends up being we have a very active chat uh so yeah, come hang out with us um we definitely since we're smaller we definitely take the time to talk to you and answer questions and discuss whatever you want to discuss so um we will be continuing dark souls 2 next week so we've got some folks coming back for that um if we have time tonight we may do an impromptu stream i'm not really sure depends on what i've got going on but yep for sure, next Monday, uh, our schedule is Monday and Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we actually this, ran longer last night, too. Yeah, we went we, we went long last night because I had a lot of people in chat. We yeah. Were, we were chatting up and drop off. extending. So, um, yeah, I think that about does it for this week. Short negative news week, which makes me sad. But I'll we'll go ahead and draw some of the positives from this week uh, that we didn't quite get to over to next week. So we've got a little more of a positive uh, have some, bracket. Have some sweet stuff to talk about. Um, thank you so much for joining us this week. As always, um, the show is brought to you by Aver Media. If you want to check them out, uh, the commercials at the beginning of the show, and then a link to their website's in the description. And all of our music is provided by Neon Arcadia, which is Benny's uh, musical project. You can check them out on Twitter, and there's a link to um, that in the um, description for the show as well. And yep. uh, he provides all the music before and after the show. So if you like that, um, definitely, definitely go check him out. Uh, let him know on Twitter. You can follow Benny on Twitter at it's Benny Rose, um, and he will also keep you up to date on video game stuff and his musical projects. So until next week, thank you so much for joining us, and we will hopefully see you on stream at the beginning of the week. you on stream again.